0: Thanks for tuning in to the Purely Woman podcast. We love having you here, and it's our mission to bring you all the latest creations and greatest tips, skills, and know-how to help you make the most from your sex and relationships. Now,
1: welcome your host, Leanne Young. Hello, and welcome back to the Purely Woman podcast. I'm your host, Leanne Young, and this week we are discussing everything about vagina rejuvenation. Now, if you listen to the last show, we had a guest called Jane Wake. And she was telling us about different exercises ladies can use to tighten up their pelvic floor. Well, on today's show, we have a doctor joining us who's going to educate females on what cosmetic procedures they can have done to tighten up their vagina. Now, I have to tell you, I've seen one of these procedures done live and the lady didn't even flinch once. So I'm telling you now, it can be done and it can be pain-free. Now, for all those ladies who want to skip the exercise and get straight to the finished product, let's listen to Dr. Andrew Weber. Let's welcome him to the show.
0: Dr. Andrew Weber, I'm the medical director of Body V Mediclinic in Richmond, and we have been in medical aesthetics really since 1999. Um, so we've we've got a, a good track record. Before that, and in fact during the formative years, um, I was a GP, and I've been. A GP, or I was a GP for thirty-three years in the NHS in Chiswick.
1: You're my neighbour.
0: Re- <laughs> I'm you in, live Kings- in Chiswick.
1: I, I'm Well, I'm in Kingston upon Thames, and I used to live in
0: Richmond. Yes, so pretty, pretty, pretty much down the road. Um, but but we're now. I'm I'm concentrating on medical aesthetics solely, having retired from the NHS after almost forty years, basically. Thank you, because the NHS is very important to the UK. It is. And it always has been. And I've always believed in it. Um, And that's why we had an opportunity a number of years ago of diversifying just into medical aesthetics. But I kept on with the NHS side as well. I I felt I had a commitment um, and I enjoyed it in actual fact.
1: Oh, wow. You're probably one of the first doctors I come across. It says they enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, there's a lot of overworked NHS workers at the moment. Yes. So what made you take the leap into the aesthetics and anti-aging and body sculpting? Um,
0: well, one, one, it was a diversification in interest. Um, I was a GP with special interests. Dermatology was one of them. Um, minor operations, um, and then I have the DRCOG, which is the Diploma of the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists. So I a an interest in, in that area as well. Is that what led you on to uh, vagina rejuvenation? No, it's just, it's just a continuation of what we've been doing. It's a continuation from the rejuvenation of skin, just any tissue. Uh, and this is just one of the areas that the particular laser that we have at the moment will cover
1: okay because a lot of women they they kind of invest on the outside but they don't mm-hmm. invest on the inside yes. um and i mean i've watched a um a live vagina rejuvenation where they put the prod inside and they do the laser and that my friend looked, you know she just kind of led there
0: it was it was painless um, yes, it's it's a, there, there are no pain receptors inside all, all the pain receptors, uh, the sensory area is on, on the outside of the vulva, basically. So apart from the last one centimetre uh, as you come to the outside, to the introitus, um, is pain-free. So it, it's a great treatment that produces great results.
1: So tell me a little bit about, you know, how far in, I mean, what does a woman need to do to start? What kind of women is this treatment aimed for? Is it menopausal women? Is it just women that may have? Um, needed to tighten up their vagina because they felt that they were having issues?
0: It's, it's anybody from um, post-pregnancy, post-delivery, uh, lax, lax pelvic muscles uh, to perimenopausal, menopausal, postmenopausal. I mean, these tissues are oestrogen dependent. And once you're through the menopause, that support goes. So you have atrophy in the area. You have thinning of the tissues. There are a number of ways of treating this, and, and this is just one of them.
1: Wow. So what kind of case studies I mean? Tell me, um, so are most of the people that come for vagina, uh, vagina rejuvenation, which is pretty new, really? I mean, I'm not sure how long it's been around. I mean, I only heard about it last year. Has it been mainly middle-aged women, younger women, elder women that are coming to you?
0: I mean, I suppose the main area of concern for women is stress urinary incontinence. And beyond the age of fifty, at least fifty percent of women will have that particular problem. So it's a question of just tightening everything up and, and stopping the incontinence. And does it stop the incontinence? I mean, what is the success rate?
1: The success rate is pretty good. Probably about seventy-five percent. And and is that after one treatment
0: or I mean I was No, it- no, no. You need you need a course of three. You need a course uh, of three. And then and then you need to maintain it. Um, you, you need to have a little bit of understanding as to what we're doing. We're, we're using a laser that generates heat and it causes inflammation. And those two things will produce tightening of any collagen that you have there, but also a stimulation of new collagen production.
1: I get that. I mean, the only thing I've ever heard of before is the collagen on the outside, where a lot of women will be thinking about their facial features, you know, let's have these injectables because of the collagen. Now, I'm not sure that many women are aware that inside the vagina we have collagen.
0: You have collagen everywhere. Um, you have collagen in every part of the body. But it's, it's, it's in, in the mucosa, in the vaginal lining. And it's one of one of the things that, sadly, with age, decreases.
1: It's the same as on our face. We get wrinkles and I guess.
0: Exactly. The same way you get wrinkles on your face, you get sagginess. You're going to get the same problem um, in the the vulval area and the vaginal area.
1: Okay, And so so take us through the actual treatment. So when a patient comes to you and says, I have this issue and I want to try the treatment for vagina rejuvenation. Now, is there any reasons why you wouldn't give it to them? So say if a woman had had cervical cancer or whether a woman had had a hysterectomy, yes,
0: or... yeah, not a not a hysterectomy, but but if they've had a history of cancer, we would need clearance from their oncologist. Um, part of, part of the protocol is that we do um, a pelvic assessment beforehand, which is why you need somebody who's medically qualified.
1: I was going to uh, come to which, that because
0: we need to exclude pregnancy. Having said that, uh, the majority of women that we treat are. Um, well over fifty, so postmenopausal. Okay, um, and we exclude vaginal infections and urine tract infections.
1: So, do you take like an STI che- uh, check for them before they well, well, if, if well they paint you?
0: We don't. We don't do an STD check per se, but we will send off swabs if there is anything to suggest. I.e. If there's a discharge, anything like that, uh, we will also make certain that they've had a normal cervical smear within the past year so okay. if they if they haven't had that done on the nhs we would suggest they have it done by us or somewhere else privately because without that we wouldn't proceed so we need to be absolutely 100 percent certain that there is no uh, pre-existing condition that might be a a contraindication
1: no that's really good and talk me through the actual procedure because i know that it's a long prod that goes inside yes. the woman. But not many women do know exactly what vagina rejuvenation is. I Means most that I've spoken to think they have to have the knife taken to them and have, like, their livia taken
0: off. Yes. Well, I mean, that that's what used to happen many years ago.
1: So what would it be like now? <laughs> well, when a woman I mean, comes some, to you some, do you... some
0: women are going to need uh, surgery. I mean, the mesh has fallen out of favour recently. Um, but this is a non-surgical approach that can produce very good results with minimal downtime, really. What is the procedure? Yeah. Um, effectively... Just for the listeners,
1: it just you know, because I know what it is, but a lot of our listeners here, are purely women, will not know what vagina rejuvenation is and what the actual process is.
0: Okay. Let, let's start off. Most people won't know what a laser is. Well, they they do from Star Wars, I suppose, Um, (laughs) but it's not not like that. Um, But we are talking about a fractional laser, which basically means that it's a laser beam that's broken down into pixels, very much like our TV screen, computer screen. It's made up of little dots. So the advantage of this sort of uh, laser is that it leaves healthy tissue, The old-fashioned lasers, you'd go over the tissue, you'd have 100% ablation, you'd get rid of 100% of the top layer of the skin, and then you'd wait two, three weeks whilst it was red, boozy. These are much more sophisticated lasers now because they're fractional, they only cover a certain percentage, let's say 20% of the tissue, leaving 80% healthy tissue behind. So it heals very rapidly.
1: Okay, cool. And and you have to leave a month between each treatment? Is that correct?
0: You leave, you leave about four to six weeks.
1: Okay, so you could do about four to six weeks. And what is the feedback been on, um, on this, you know, like my friend, I mean, just for instance, this is like one lady I know, she had it done and she said she was so tight after one treatment. Yeah,
0: it, 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 it can be. Um, you're, you're going to have tightening straight away because you've just traumatised it, so it swells.
1: I was going to say, but, did it swell up in... It, yes.
0: it, it'll swell. It'll swell because it's been traumatised. So we advise no intercourse for three days. But that goes down and there are usually no complications. That that settles. But we are starting a process that takes There are two things that happen. The tightening of the collagen is pretty immediate, but the collagenesis or the stimulation of collagen production takes about three to four months. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's an ongoing slow process so when you repeat it six weeks later you've actually got more new collagen and you're again going over with a laser you're generating heat the collagen that's there will shrink a bit more so you're getting uh, a cumulative effect wow and at the same time you're stimulating more collagen so that you're you're Remember, from your mid, mid, mid to sort of 20s, you lose collagen at the rate of one to one and a half percent per year. Wow. So, that's what we're doing is we are replacing that.
1: Okay, cool. So, it's like what they do when they give you injections in your face. I guess they say it, it um, stimulates collagen, but then you, yep. have, you have to go back a year later, 18 months later. Yeah.
0: Coll- uh, collagen lasts about 15 months. So, um, anything between 300 and 500 days. So, let's, let's say 15 months. So, uh, yes. Uh, in a year's time, that collagen is going to be starting to break down. If you do your treatment after after a year, in in the case of this, the protocol is three treatments, four to six weeks apart, and then one every six months after that.
1: Okay. And would a woman uh, realise when um, when it's starting to change and it needs updating, or should it just be like no,
0: no, no it's just standard?
1: It's um, like going to the dentist every six months, having yes, a checkup. That's
0: it. That's exactly
1: yep. like that. Okay, and um, how much do the treatments cost? Is there like a package price?
0: Is there... Um... There's a package price. It, now, you can, you can just do the internal. It depends on what your problem is. Um, if it's laxity and um, stress, urinary incontinence, you might want to just treat internally. Um, and I think the price is about £700 for that per yeah. treatment. Mm-hmm.
1: And when you say just internally, yeah. do you do external ones as well we,
0: we do. We do external vulval as well.
1: <gasps> what do you do to the vulva? Uh, <laughs> Even you, I'm, you I'm, I'm,
0: to I'm tighten all the tissue, basically. I'm, I'm
1: looking down at myself and I'm thinking, which well, bit needs tightening. <laughs> I mean, I, I masturbate every day, so I think I'm, keeping, I think I'm in shape down there. And I, and I do lots of squats. I do lots of squats. Yeah. And I've not yet... No,
0: this, this is basically for the superficial tissue. Okay. Um... So, so we're, we're actually going over the whole vulval area to, to tighten it, in, including the area around the clitoris, um, to tighten the hood. Wow, so you can tighten so the hood should, as should, well should, on should, the outside. Should, so it should actually increase sensitivity. Really?
1: See, yeah. that really fascinates me because I'm quite sensitive anyway, but I do know that as women get a little bit older and they get to a certain age, mm. especially past menopause, some people are not sensitive. So if this could heighten the sensitivity of the clitoris then, you know, this could be quite a interesting um, procedure to have done. Yes. Absolutely, uh, indeed.
0: Again, I mean, different people respond to different extents. Um, it may not happen with everybody, but with most people it seems to.
1: Yeah. Well, I've only heard of one case study myself, so this is why I get professionals in like yourself who can give me feedback and give information on, you know, the what actually takes place because people ask about it but they're not quite sure what it is
0: mm-hmm.
1: now, now another question i got asked by one of my viewers was can you have the rejuvenation done in the anus
0: i i know that some other devices have been used i can't think of any studies that have been done with this particular device and therefore i wouldn't recommend it
1: no but that's my thoughts exactly because we're obviously very more sensitive there and the skin's much more uh, thinner Um, And so just to end near the end. So my last question would be when people are searching for somebody to do this procedure, because what I have noticed is machines are popping up in just any old beauty place. And that Mm -hmm. scares me that that scares that scares, scares me,
0: scares me as well.
1: Yeah, and I don't think it should be allowed. I don't. I don't believe that super drugs should be able to do Botox either, not unless they're qualified doctors. I,
0: I, I well, yes, um, and even then, um, Botox is another conversation, and we can we can do that at the end if you're interested. But should we finish this one? Absolutely. Um, yes. Now, we were trying to recruit an, uh, a midwife to do the procedure for us, and to assist in the procedures.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And she went back to the Royal College of Nursing to ask if she could do the pelvic assessment pre-treatment, and she was told no. So why? Because she's trained as a midwife. She can do pelvic assessments before, during, and after pregnancy, but not on a gynecological basis. So the first one is indemnity. Mm -hmm. Two, let's say estheticians. What's their knowledge of the anatomy or physiology? Three. Would you ask your baker to do your plumbing for you? Would you ask your butcher to do the electrics? And would you do the ask the candlestick maker um, to do your plastering or tiling? I don't think you would. No, the answer is no. They're, 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 they're professionals. They're trades. Um, so yes. Some people may have access to the technology, but your, your question's very good because they may have access, but should they be doing it? And if they are doing it, do they have the indemnity, the cover? Absolutely, because they need if, insurance right, cover. If we can't get a midwife um, to be covered for doing a pelvic assessment and you've got aestheticians um, dealing with an area that I don't think they cover during their aesthetics training. Would you want that? No, I want someone uh, the qualified. Other, the, other thing, of course, the other thing, of course, is laser, lasers are dangerous. Um, again, we come back to Star Wars. Look what lasers can do. Oh, I've had um, tattoo
1: removal. Yeah. My gosh, I've seen, I've, I've, I've been through some laser treatment um, just having tattoos removed. I've seen the, uh, and felt the consequences of uh, my wrong decisions, let's say, and the blisterings and the... and. You know, my blistered breast and they, they could have got infected. Fortunately, they never.
0: You 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 need to have medical backup. You need to have the ability to be able to prescribe things like antibiotics, um, like hydrocortisone. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of medicines that somebody who is not medically qualified has no access to. And that will bring me on to my other topic at the end, if that's all right, which is fillers. Yeah, You have to carry on talking. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You carry on. I mean, fillers is really important because I know that some people have had fillers in their private
0: areas as well. Yeah, you, you can have that. But I was more talking about beauticians doing um, fillers.
1: Oh,
0: uh, the, the horror
1: stories I've seen in in just even on media and social media of young ladies having um, lip injections. Yep. Um, just from their local beauty store where people are not qualified.
0: Well... Yeah. They're not qualified. Um, they, can guess, they can access the, the filler, but they can't deal with a problem. Now, we have protocols. If you ever inject into a blood vessel and you know because it blanches, it goes white, you can cause blindness. You can cause necrosis. Um, we act very quickly because we inject hyalase, which is a, an enzyme that dissolves hyaluronic acid. So we try to get rid of it, we will inject antihistamines. Mm-hmm. We will inject nitrates as well, a vasodilator. Yeah. Uh, or use a cream or a spray, which GTN basically, which is a vasodilator that opens up the blood vessels. So we, we have a protocol for dealing with this. Now, if you go to a beautician, because these are all prescription-only medications, she's not going to have them. Um, exactly, absolutely. And, and if, if, if she does have them, she needs to have a prescription for administering it which she wouldn't have so it's dangerous
1: absolutely um, I, I agree with you i lost um i actually lost both my breasts a few years back by going to um just a cosmetic doctor to have an uplift and then um i got told i should have actually seen a plastic one
0: yeah.
1: and um unfortunately i did catch necrosis and septicemia Um, which is why having procedures done by professionals is so important to myself and to make sure that other women get to hear from professionals such as yourself about the right way about going getting treatments and Uh beauty treatments. It has to be done by a medically
0: trained physician. And and the same thing applies to botulinum toxin. Um, It is a bacterial neurotoxin. It's a prescription-only medication. Yes, we all know there's a black market in 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 Botox, basically out there, and there are lots of people who shouldn't be administering, um, who don't have the indemnity or insurance, so you're not going to have any comeback apart from against that person. But more importantly, it's it's not as simple as it seems. The amount that people require varies by a factor of twenty. Everything varies from person to person. The onset, duration, um, and it's like going to Savile Row. We construct a suit to suit you. It's not like going to Walmart or Primart or somewhere and buying an off-the-peg off the off everybody... off suit um, where, you know, one, one fits all. This is specifically tailor-made, and we, we work out how much you need and where you need it over a period of time. And you treat each each person as an individual,
1: as, as it should Absolutely. be.
0: Absolutely. You start off low and then you learn about them. And the amount that people will end up on is completely different. You can't apply the same amount to every person. And you need to err on the side of caution. Just, just, um, iliptosis. If you look at, next time you go into the doctors and they've got Botox, if you get, have Botox, um, ask to have a look at the in, the um, literature that's in with the box and the, and the bottle and it'll tell you that the incidence of pote- ptosis or droopy eyelids is somewhere around five percent which is about one in twenty we run it somewhere between one in five hundred to a thousand wow um, but alligan have got that statistic from somewhere and that's from across the board so you need to know what you're doing and we also we acknowledge that we sometimes have problems. We do develop find patients who have doses because that's the other thing. Having established the dose, you you can't assume that that's exactly what it's going to be every time because nature's not like that. And if also, if you had a hundred receptors and you just knock them out, and the the way it works is okay. You have receptors on the nerve endings. Um, You inject your Botox. The Botox binds onto those receptors. We can titrate how much or how little movement there is, depending on how much we've used. But then those nerve endings never come back. There is no antidote. There is only time and the body's ability to heal. So the body builds new ones. And we always assume it's a one-for-one. So where you had 100 receptors, you have 100 again. But what if you only have 95 and you've used exactly the same dose? Yeah, you you've overdosed. Yeah, so, it's a slightly different result.
1: Completely. And going back to like the vagina rejuvenation, I mean, if they go to somebody that doesn't perform it right, I mean, that is one of the most precious parts of the human body. hmm And yeah. w- if that goes wrong, then not only does it affect, you know, their their, their actual sexual life, it can leave them with long term problems such as permanent um, incontinence. Um, do, yes, But that could leave, leave them with, inter- um, with internal injuries. And this is why I want um, people to realise where, where to go. That,
0: it's a relatively safe procedure if you keep to uh, the protocols and, and, and the recommended settings.
1: And also to stay with a professional. Yes. A
0: qualified, that's, true professional. That's always, that's always the case. And remember, if you're going to somebody medical, there are other avenues you can pursue. Um, it, it's not just using a laser it may be that you will pump prime with vaginal oestrogen um, pessaries or cream. Yep,
1: yeah, that's right. The doctor's because that, that again it. is
0: going to help to thicken the mucosa, to thicken the tissue, because it's oestrogen e- sensitive. And that's actually a very safe way of doing it as well, because the absorption is minimal. It acts locally. So for local symptoms, that's also, you know, we, we can feed people into that. Uh, course of treatment as well
1: okay cool that's great that's um so there is more than just
0: one option Well oh, there are
1: lots of options it's just about going to the correct person
0: um yeah it's the the beauty about the laser is there is no downtime um, yeah so you could in walk in on your lunch break, break and then no you pain. could so you can sell it as being virtually pain-free um if you're doing externally we will apply an anesthetic gel for an hour to make it as as pleasant as possible and we also use cold air which which is very good anesthetic
1: oh wow okay i wouldn't have known that i can't imagine having anything cold down there <gasps> that's all i'm sat here and i'm thinking wow okay that, that would be cold um okay it's been wonderful having you on the show um let the listeners know where they can find you because i know your body v but please do give a shout out for your website and how people can contact you
0: Okay. Um, our website is bodyv.co.uk. That's B-O-D-Y-V-I-E.co.uk. We are at 133 to 135 Q Road, Richmond-upon-Thames, Surrey, uh, TW9, 2pm.
1: Dr Weber, has been absolutely wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you For listening to the Purity Woman podcast show, and remember to go to iTunes and give us five stars. Next week, we're going to be discussing the wonderful world of extreme pleasure products. And when I say extreme, I mean these are not your regular dildos and vibrators, they are off the scale that even shock me. And I've been covering the sex industry for 20 years. So remember, come back, stay tuned. And remember to add Purely Women" podcast to your favorite list. This episode has been produced by Podcast Syndicator. To find out more about Podcast Syndicator, go to www.podcastsyndicator.com. You've been listening to the Purely Woman podcast. The Purely Woman podcast is brought to you by Simply Fat Freezing. For more details, please tweet us
0: at Purely Woman 1. That's Purely Woman and the number 1.